Biden blames ISIS, vows revenge for the Kabul airport bombing, but also sticks to the withdrawal deadline, specifically basically saying the allotted deadline in the allotted time frame, basically saying, yeah, we are forfeiting the whole country. So let's get right into the story. I watched the live stream already as well. And um, he takes ownership over the handling of this whole situation, but then also tries to relay the blame on other people, which is not really good to hear. But let's let's just immediately go into the story. So President Biden on Thursday evening blamed ISIS militants for bombings at Kabul's airport that killed at least 12 U.S. troops and vowed revenge, but added that he will stick to the August 31st withdrawal deadline. The grisly attack left bodies strewn along a canal outside the airport and complicated an already desperate evacuation of Americans and at-risk Afghans by August 31st. We will not be deterred by terrorists. We will not let them stop our mission. We will continue the evacuation, Biden said in the White House East Room. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. We will respond with force and precision at our time at the place we choose in a moment of our choosing. But Biden also said in response to reporters' question, with regard to finding and tracking down the ISIS leaders who ordered this, we have some reason to believe who we know they are, not certain. Basically saying, they have no clue who the hell actually did it. And we will find ways of our choosing without large military operations to get them. So basically, if we do end up finding out who was it they're probably just going to drone bomb them right so biden defended his decision to abandon the large backroom air base near kabul and use the city's main commercial airport for evacuations despite the fact that it's located within the urban area he also insisted the bombing actually proved he was correct to limit the time frame for withdrawing troops by august 31st this is why from the outset I've repeatedly said this mission was extraordinarily and really dangerous and I and why I've been so determined to limit the duration of this mission, Biden said. The only thing is, with that airbase specifically, the troops left in the middle of the night, right? Like they literally just abandoned the whole military base overnight, right? Like we didn't like hand it over to our allies the Afghan troops, they just abandoned the whole base. So that's not exactly a sound military decision in any way, shape, or form. So here's what you need to know. These ISIS terrorists will not win. We will rescue the Americans. We will get our Afghan allies. America will not be intimidated. Any unknown number of U.S. citizens and thousands of Afghans seeking refuge are expected to be unable to board exit flights by next week. Biden said that we will complete our mission. We will continue after our troops have withdrawn to find means by which we could find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them. We will get them out without elaborating. Now, the thing that you got to pay attention to those that end up uh, checking this out, right? 
any American who wishes, right? Who wishes? What do you mean who wishes, right? This is such a sketchy comment, basically trying to like lay blame on the American citizens. Like, oh, you know, we didn't get everyone out because only some of them wanted to leave. Some of them wanted to leave the country that you know is now basically controlled by a terrorist organization. With other terrorist organizations in there that also hate each other, but then also hate America. Yeah, it's just that you know, if they really do want to go out, you know, they would have already left. They would already be leaving. It's like, ugh. like this is the thing, right? It's like, is one thing if he were to just like own up to it, but like, hey, we screwed up. We are screwing up. This is the consequences, and we're going to do everything that we can to fix this issue. If he said something like that, that's a lot better than making comments like this that are like really shady. Like, what you're going to try to like worm your way into basically laying blame at the stranded Americans citizens there. You're going to lay the blame to the allies that are basically stranded there as well. Like, there is people. Afghan allies that actually helped out the American soldiers, right? U.S. soldiers that were on the planes that got kicked off by the Taliban, who are now having to be forced to try to go through like a land border to escape Afghanistan to escape the Taliban. So it's just getting really, really bad. So Biden said that the U.S. does not believe that the Taliban. Which retook Kabul last week had anything to do with the bombings Thursday? But here's the thing: did they not have anything, or did they ignore something that led to the cause of something happening? So there's no evidence thus far that I've been given that there has been collusion between the Taliban and ISIS in carrying out what happened today. He said, "The president's schedule was dramatically altered after the incident." Blah 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 nonsense. Canceled plans, blah blah blah.、Uh, okay. So no U.S. military members had died in Afghanistan since February 2020, when former President Donald Trump's administration signed a peace deal with the Taliban, setting in motion the U.S. withdrawal. Now here's the thing, right? Biden also made a comment about this as well, and he was basically trying to blame Trump. Without specifically blaming Trump about this situation, right? Which one? Guess what? You're the current president right now, so that's kind of messed up to do, kind of stupid to do as well. Not to mention, for this agreement, this peace deal, for those that have not actually looked at it, right, or even really known much about it, is basically an agreement between the U.S. and the Taliban, basically saying that the U.S. Would leave by May first if the Taliban met certain requirements, certain benchmarks, right? Which they were on track of not completing, right? So it was already going to be a situation of, hey, the Taliban is not necessarily doing what they agreed to do, so this whole deal most likely will not actually happen. Which is the main thing, right? So most likely, if Trump was still president, this deal would not have actually mattered 
like basically the May 1st deadline would not have actually mattered because the Taliban was on track to basically breaking what they agreed to do, right? Meaning there would still have been troops about the 2,500 amounts still maintaining order in Afghanistan, right? Because no one was pulled out during that time. So although Biden's decision to withdraw from the 20-year conflict had broad public support, he's faced withering criticism for his administration's planning for the final evacuations and has seen his approval numbers crater. Yep. So the streets around Kabul's airport have been packed with would-be refugees and American citizens since the Taliban retook the Afghan capital last week. Biden said he intends to stick to an August 31st deadline to remove U.S. troops after the Taliban threatened to take the airport by force after that date. Right? Not to mention, also in the whole uh, conference, Biden basically told everyone, like, hey, guess what? We're going to be leaving American citizens in Afghanistan. Right? He was basically kind of blaming everyone that we are going to be forced to abandon people, right? It's like, oh, it's like a no big deal. Or like basically, it's like it's no surprise that we would be, you know, abandoning people, basically. Which is like really disturbing. It's like the problem is with this whole thing, right? Because the thing is, if you end up watching this or listening to this, there's a lot of people that wanted to get out of Afghanistan, but the way he did it was so stupid that it led to things like this, right? Because you got to think about it. He pulled U.S. troops before evacuating citizens, okay? Before evacuating people who wanted to leave. Like, it's just it's crazy. So Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Wednesday said that up to 1,500 Americans may be stranded in Afghanistan, which they could be lying about that number, and that at least 500 were actively seeking help getting out of the country. On Thursday, the State Department said that roughly 500 of the 1,500 Americans that that we were tracking as potentially being in Afghanistan had been evacuated. With that, over the past 24 hours, we heard from an additional roughly 500 people purporting to be Americans in Afghanistan who want to leave. The precise number of Americans remaining in the country is uncertain, but the the State Department said Thursday, we are now in contact with the roughly 1,000 Americans we believe remain in Afghanistan, which, again, how much do you believe that that's the actual number? Because there were reports of originally 15,000 people, right? Potentially, right? So it's like, just how many American citizens are are there, not to mention how many Afghan allies are actually there and how many people are actually going to be left there where they're going to get basically murdered. Like, it's just going to be insane. So among those still stranded in Afghanistan are 24 school kids and 16 parents from South California who took a trip to the war-torn country to visit extended family over the summer and have reportedly been trying to make their way to the Kobol airport to get on evacuation flights while they still can. Now the thing is, you know, as like a final note to this whole situation, there's going to be more suicide bombings, there's going to be more murders, 
there's probably going to get to the point where the Taliban is going to start attacking American soldiers. There's going to be a point where the Taliban is probably going to end up shooting and killing American soldiers and American citizens. And then when the troops leave, guess what? Most likely, it's going to come down to like two things, right? That we are going to have to bribe the Taliban to save the stranded American citizens or all those American citizens that are stuck there, all those Afghan allies that are stuck there are all going to be massacred or worse, right? So it's going to get really bad. And again, this has nothing to do with pulling out of Afghanistan. It's the way Biden decided to pull out of Afghanistan, right? That's the thing to really understand about this whole situation. It's the way he did it, not the fact that he did it, right? It's the way, the process, right? Because there was a way that you could potentially evacuate from Afghanistan, leave Afghanistan in a steady pace, limiting your control over and over and over and over time. But when you just start abandoning things and start pulling things out immediately without really any structure to it, of course it's going to fall, right? Like, just think about, you know, like the game Jenga, right? And you're pulling out those blocks, right? Well, if you immediately start pulling from the very bottom, guess what? It's going to come crashing down right away. But if you take things from the top and then the, like, right underneath there, and then right underneath there, and then right underneath there, all the way down to the bottom. So you work your way onto the top, all the way to the down to the bottom before you start doing anything kind of like risky. The game will last a lot longer, right? This process will last a lot longer, but be a lot safer as well, right? You have a much higher chance of things going as smooth as possible, right? But he did this so abruptly without really any planning that... It just failed horribly, right? Either way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go check out 40 Stay tuned for more episodes like this, news commentary, business commentary. Either way, feel free to give your thoughts because this was just a crap show, really. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.